Hello and welcome to the EventRite TV show. My name is Andrew Krauss. I'm one of the co-founders here at EventRite. This is one of my favorite kinds of shows where you invited one of our students, um, Kamal, on along with his coach, Brad, to talk about the experience of licensing, working with the coach, going through the process, the ups and the downs. There's definitely going to be a lot for you guys to learn. It's going to be very transparent. So welcome, Kamal. Thanks, guys, for having me and welcome, Brad. Thanks, Andrew. Glad so, Brad, on. you're Kamal's uh, coach, and you were telling me before he came to us, he'd, he'd actually been working on trying to license for a while. I'm going to actually go ahead and address Kamal. Kamal, you've been working on trying to license for a while. Was it working? Was it not working before you came to us? What was working? What wasn't working? And what, what changed? And what did we tell you to do different? Well, b before I started taking the class, I thought it was working. And then when I started taking the class, I realized, you know, it was clearly after I started implementing the things that we, you know, the class teaches you, um, it became apparent that the amount of uh, positive feedback that I was getting, or at least the amount of help that I was getting from people in in the form of either email or phone calls to get me to the right person uh, was drastically different. So I think the major difference was it wasn't a problem of me finding the right person to talk to at the company. It was actually engaging with that person in a manner where they actually wanted to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I, like I was, you know, in the beginning I would just, you know, when I was, when I hadn't taken a class, the message I would put out to, um, uh, you know, to prospective, uh, licensees is, a lot of information that I thought was relevant to the product and that the person would want to actually read and absorb. And what I found out, you know, after taking the class is, you know, that's not always necessarily how people start becoming, you know, receptive to an idea. Um, and I think that by using the methodologies that you guys teach, you know, and really simplifying the message to where, you are conveying the core uh, idea or uh, the concept in a manner where uh, the person's able to appreciate um, what you're trying to what you're trying to uh, what you're trying to solve or you know the the, the basically the idea. And what, um, did this come out? You said class, but is this coming out in your one-on-one -on -one sessions with Brad, where Brad's like. Eh you got to change this up a bit. Like what was he, what was he doing with you or Brad? What, what were you telling him? Sure. Yeah. I mean, with Kamal, I feel like he was, he was going about it in a very good professional way. Um, mm -hmm. It was a classic example of less is more. And so instead of him sending a lot of information or a long, a longer email, I was really having him condense it and, and just kind of get, get more to, you know, yeah, are they looking for outside innovation? If so, are they the right person? And so, yeah, the whole less is more uh, aspect, I think, really kind of kind of helped um, in a sense. So, like I said, he was doing things right, but it was just minor tweaks to his email communication uh, and maybe through LinkedIn just to just to really get it more easily digestible. Uh, Kamal, were you? Were you surprised because you've been doing this for a really long, fairly long time before you came to us with 
not that major of a tweak. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but with not that big a changes made a big change in how responsive companies were. It was what Brad was saying did it because you were saying like crickets. You sent an email and you never hear back from. Them. Has that improved? Yeah, I mean that's drastically improved. But I think that it's underappreciated that the small tweaks are actual, actually just they major. They make a major difference in what the other the other person's perception of what you're putting across to them, right? And so I think that it is actually, even though it, you, you term it a minor tweak, it's actually a major, major change in, it's a shift in how you're approaching somebody. And even though I was, I thought that I was approaching somebody with like, hey, I'm going to blast this person with everything that I got and I'm going to let them know everything about this product right off the bat. And I thought that that's the approach is that people want to know everything about this, right? And they, and, and that's for them to then evaluate what I don't I didn't appreciate about the process was hey somebody's got to first of all understand if what you're trying to design is actually going to solve a problem that they're having a problem with um, mm -hmm. and if that resonates with a person then you're going to be able to take the next step and that's where I was losing everybody is that I think that packing too much information the person was just probably overwhelmed and you know the email probably was like okay i'll get to that when i get to it and then they don't get rather to than hey i see a short succinct email i can pick out exactly what this person wants if i'm not the right person literally and i, I, I tell brad this is that if i sent an email blast out five years ago with t to 10 people i may get one response Nowadays, if I send out an email in the same, in a similar manner, not necessarily using LinkedIn, but using direct mail, if I send 10 emails out, I'll probably get four responses. Two of them will be of people saying, hey, I'm not really the right person to, to, to talk to. And then probably the other two are like either the person or pointing me to the person that needs to, you know, needs to triage that kind of an issue or, or that, you know, that kind of an idea. Um, and m more often than not, where you know before I wasn't, I wasn't getting past the first person to even know if they had the decision maker. Mm. Now at least I'm getting to the decision maker and I can actually have a tangible conversation. And more more often than not, when we do have that that open email, uh, you know, back and forth after they've understood what the idea is, there is some sort of closure to the whole thing where we you know they'll either say hey we're interested or hey you know we'll pass on it. But that's part of one of the things that was just driving me crazy was just not knowing what the other person thinks of it yeah now at least I, I i get to the point where i have closure on everything brad how did you help him make that change was it a little bit every week was it a little change here or there was it how did you help him make that transition because you uh kamal you've been doing it for years before you came on board with us right and you had i yeah, liked your honesty you'd mentioned like i'm doing it right and then if people told me i wasn't i still felt like i was doing it right um, is that the case? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. I mean, I, I'd been doing it for five years. Yeah, I'd, I'd been doing it for five years prior, and um, I really thought I had the right approach. I was like, I'm putting, I'm putting relevant information here. I'm not coming across as being, you know, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, but it's like presenting it in a manner where I'm not being abrasive with it or arrogant or anything. And, um, you know, Brad read my messages. He said the messages are fine. It's just that 
it's probably just too much for somebody to absorb. And, you know, when we took it down to so, so, such few words, I was like, there's no way this is going to work. I was yeah. like, there's no way. <laughs> I like your this person, This person is just going to say, who is this guy? Like, but shockingly, I'm like, after the first blast, I'm like, wait, I just sent emails to 10 companies and I got hold of every single person at each one of those companies. Mm. Brad, is this common? I mean, do a lot of students want to throw everything in the kitchen sink in there and you get them to boil it down and then you see a difference? Do you see that pretty often? Or Yes, not just with communicating to potential companies, but also on their marketing material. Mm. So sales sheets, they'll want eight different bullet points highlighting the different features of the products. And I try to cut it down to three different bullet points. Uh, give me the top three because, you know, someone who's looking at it, they'll give you maybe seven seconds. Uh, yeah. And that's that's another thing. That's another thing that was also extremely helpful was getting the sell sheets to where, hey, we we had sell sheets prior to, you know, uh, you know, taking the class and learning a little bit more about, uh, you know, the this approach, I mean, which is it. If you don't have to reinvent the wheel, why reinvent the wheel? So, um, it, 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 it's a, well, it's a, what were you, what were you doing with your sell sheet? Come on. We talked about the outreach. Were you throwing too much in there as well? No, we weren't throwing too much. It was just taking, um, focusing on how you focus on those sell sheets is, mm. you know, taking the product and actually putting, um, things that will resonate with the the vertical or the or the or the person that you're 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 actually trying to engage with, um, and I I just think that with having having the advice there and when you're creating those sell sheets to actually just bounce it off somebody that says hey maybe change this or that I know that they're minor tweaks but I think they end up being a major impact on the other side it's a major major impact. Brad, I think this is interesting. I mean, you're you're saying that he wasn't doing anything dramatically wrong. He wasn't, as he, in his words, he wasn't being super abrasive. He wasn't being sending crazy inventor emails, but it wasn't working for years and years. And then you didn't guide him to make changes that big, but it made a big difference. And I think that's something that Steve and I are talking about a lot these days, is the subtle nuances and the ups and downs. And, oh, well, for your particular product, go over here or go over there seems to make a really big difference and and our students are quite often shocked by the small little changes it's the it devils in the details as they say um, yes. i was even really surprised at how quickly his response rates went up i mean it, it was pretty drastic so uh, yeah. i was excited for him that's and, cool yeah and something else i want to mention too is that you know kamal was pitching in in one particular category and, and then we started talking about another category, too. And and that's, uh, I mean, come off, if you want to share a little bit about that, uh, I think that's a pretty interesting story because he's getting traction in that secondary category uh, right which, now. Which one are we talking about, sorry? Yeah, yeah, I mean, because, you know, you're in, in the packaging, you know, industry. Uh, obviously, we're not going to talk specifics about your product, but now we're going more of the novelty. Uh, yeah, the novelty. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I... It just so happened that one one of the ideas, uh, a quote unquote side effect of 
the actual idea is a very visually uh, entertaining, uh, you know, uh, effect, right? And so where the base product was designed for, like, privacy protection, it's now, like, a novelty product because it, it creates this visual effect, right? And so... Uh, we managed. We managed to find kind of a uh, you know a diamond in the rough just by just constantly going back to the idea and thinking of how who else might be interested yeah. because we were just having the biggest adoption problems with in in packaging and in labeling um, because I think that just typically that industry works at a slower pace um, right. and right. disruption to their systems is just hey. You, you disrupt the system, you break everything, you know? <laughs> so nobody wants to, nobody wants to break the system. And uh, I think that, you know, novelty, uh, the, the amount of creativity that you can get from that, it's like they're more, uh, they're braver to take on. So what are you, you know, guys, Brad, you know, what are you guys doing now? You, so you got one, you got a version of it in packaging, a version of it for novelty, two different lists of companies, two different mm-hmm. products essentially. And, that's not that uncommon. We help our students find those opportunities sometimes. Is that the case? What's going on here? That is what's happening. And okay. so what, what we're doing right now is, I mean, he's still working both categories. Right. But with the interest from the novelty category, um, we're going to kind of use that and say, hey, we got interest over here in this other vertical. Uh, and that's going to help generate, you know, just using pull through marketing yeah. for the packaging. Cool. Cool. But those little subtle nuances, it's hard to get that from watching a video or reading a book. And, you know, I find it interesting. Kamal is doing he wasn't acting like crazy inventor, but it wasn't working and making those tweaks. And I'm so happy that you're there to help him and guide him week by week. It's not like you do one call. It's like, oh, OK, I'm good now. I'm sure that you, you keep making these tweaks with him. Is that how it's working for you, Kamal? You just keep you keep tweaking on things and. Well, so now the conversations that I'm having have gone uh, are basically further than they've ever been. And so that's when, hey, I, you know, it's the first time I'm going down this road with a lot of these licensees. So I need some, I need a litmus, you know, to say, hey, you're doing this right. Or maybe you should be doing, you know, X, Y, Z or, or, you know, and, and even when it comes to negotiations and stuff, you know determining you know you guys have the in-house expertise for that that where hey if if i needed to determine the market capitalization of you know some vertical that we're looking at you know if somebody that's done it you know day in day out and, and can just say hey you know this is what you should this is what you should be asking for it wouldn't be unreasonable for you to ask for this right right and that that gets even more into the weeds with things and those little differences make even more of a difference when you're in negotiations, right, Brad? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, guys. I think this is very helpful for anybody watching. I think it's hugely helpful and, you know, showing these ups and downs, mindset stuff. Um, I love it. Kamal, thank you so much for coming on. Brad, thank you for coming on. Um, I think our audience will appreciate this. Thank you, thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, take care. Keep inventing, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.